Welcome to episode 603 of the PS Nation podcast. My name is Dave Hunt. I am one of your hosts. We are joined by Michael Swick. Catchphrase, catchphrase, catchphrase. <laughs> and Josh Linkford. That's me. All right. Pretty uh, news-heavy week as we uh, come out of the come out of the video game awards and um, the kind of funny game showcase and things like that. So um, we will be pretty news-heavy and some community-focused stuff. We're getting to the busy holiday season for all of us, so game playing is getting trimmed down a little bit. Uh, but as the retail life ramps up for two two thirds of the show and the the Kids being home more often on Christmas break and stuff like that probably ramps up for Josh. Is his here pretty soon? His kids are going to be home a little bit more often than not. So. Oh, they already are. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, downloading the podcast. However, you are choosing to do that, you can subscribe on the website at psnation.com using the direct feed for RSS. So you can listen to it right off your computer. Or you can subscribe to us on your podcast service of choice, Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, Podcast Attic, whatever these other you know Windows phones and anything uses. If any of those apps let you leave a review, that would be greatly appreciated for you to leave a review. Um, I know like Podcast Attic lets you do it. iTunes lets you do it. Uh, Stitcher, I think, lets you. So if you guys could leave us a review in any way that you choose to uh, listen to us, we would greatly appreciate it. gonna hit the the news and you're gonna hear a lot of michael's voice going here so yeah so where to begin uh thursday was the game awards and uh which game board game uh no just the game awards this was the <laughs> two this is one of two game award shows that were on this weekend uh we won't talk about the third one or the second one too much but the the game awards um did you guys watch them no no they they, they were was not around yeah. They were really good. I was following them on social media, but I wasn't like watching watching them. So I got that email earlier that day of like, here's the 80 places you can watch it. Yeah, they, they <laughs> stream everywhere. Uh, it was a really good show. I mean, Jeff Keighley, like the last couple years, has really done a good job of putting together a respectable show. It's been a long time. It, it, it is completely different from the Spike days, you know, so it's very much a respectable show. Um, some of the award highlights, um, Red Dead Redemption pretty much like won every category it was in, except for Best Director and Game of the Year, which was won by God of the War. Or God of War. Ugh, sorry. <laughs> did you just call it God of the War? Yeah. He did. <laughs> uh, God of War took home That's fantastic. Uh, Game of the Year and Best Director, uh, beating out Red Dead. Again, Red Dead like just was destroying uh, during that the award show. In every category, and I think that's a like that's a victim of most current thing in front of people's face. Yeah, it definitely plays a part in that. Uh, most people. I'm not saying that Red Dead's not a great game, but I think it's like, oh, it's the most current thing that almost everybody's talking about. And you know, these other games, like I'm glad like God of War one and stuff like that, and you know, but stuff that gets like this is why stuff doesn't get released so early in the year. Yeah. They only do that if you know you have a really good game. And Sony knew they had a really good game to release that as early in the year as they did. Uh, but the thing that most people watch the Game Awards for are the trailers and announcements. Uh, do you... It's not for the eSport of the Game of the Year? No, that's what the Gamer's <laughs> Choice Awards is for. <laughs> no, there's definitely <laughs> that in the Game Awards. Uh, do one of you guys want to hit the first announcement? 
Uh, yeah. So Mortal Kombat 11 uh, was announced. Uh, kind of a surprise. This one came. I mean, we knew. I mean, we didn't know, but like Mortal Kombat X, or I guess technically 10. So maybe this <laughs> answers the question of what it was or wasn't. No, uh, but that, it, that was the whole argument that it's. They kept calling it. Yeah, I don't. I even forget remember. what you. I forget what it was, but whatever it was, like it was. They kept saying Mortal Kombat X, but it was released after nine, and now there is eleven. Yeah, and they kept saying X. <laughs> I don't know what you're Which, talking about. It's Mortal whatever. Kombat one one. Yeah, I I I I I I Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's you know it came out of left field a little bit because I mean we hadn't really even heard rumors or anything about this. I hadn't heard any rumblings about another Mortal Kombat game, um, and it's scheduled to come out uh, April twenty third, twenty nineteen. So it's actually pretty quick. Uh, there's a really cool trailer. I watched bits and pieces of it. Um, there are some people like kind of complaining about the music in the yeah, game. It was okay. Someone else? Yeah. So um, it's the same, you know, it's the same team. It's Boone and his and his and his uh, his group of great game, great fighting game developers. Yeah, another Realm so. Studio doing what they do best and make a visceral type game. Like, man, is this violent? But that's what you want. Hmm. That's Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, and then also announced was the Outer Worlds. From Obsi- this one confused me a little bit. Isn't this Obsidian? This is Obsidian, but it is through 2K. So this is coming to PS4, Xbox One. Uh, it looks like it's kind of like a, it's like a space RPG sort of thing. Uh, they called it Space Fallout. Yes, it basically it, it's it's, uh, it's a single player sci-fi role playing game um, from Obsidian, and it is coming to, in 2019 for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, the reason this is coming to PS4 is because this was a deal made with, I believe, Take-Two before the Microsoft acquisition. So this is coming to PS4, so this would be PlayStation Gamer's last Subsidian game uh, <laughs> before they start work on whatever Xbox exclusive they end up making. Yeah, I mean, it's not weird that they were already under a contract like that, didn't? but you would think that they would... Um... Like, Microsoft would be like, okay, announce your games and stuff like that before we announce that we have purchased you or something like that, you know? Yeah, um, but, I mean, this isn't the first time Microsoft's done this because they did that with the We Happy Few developers. But at least that yeah, was Yeah, but at least before. that game was announced and we knew what it was. Yeah, so it was interesting. I do like the trailer. Shouts out that they are the original creators of Fallout. You know? <laughs> just, uh... I feel like they yeah. did that on purpose just because Fallout is currently into some, like hot water kind of like uh, there's a lot of people angry and they're just like hey you guys remember good fallout we made that yeah. shit we are the creators <laughs> of fallout not that one <laughs> uh but the game looks pretty damn good i love obsidian's work uh they always need just a little bit more polish but they always have really good uh story and like dialogue mechanics and stuff like that so i expect all of that from this game but it looks pretty damn cool uh, Josh, do you want to grab the next announcement? Uh, let me see. Oh, Crash Team Racing. Oh, yeah. That's some pretty sweet uh, news coming along here. That I mean, this was kind of hinted at or everybody kind of expected it, you know, with the Crash trilogy that came along. And Crash Team Racing is coming, but... 
I'm kind of surprised that it's just Crash Team Racing and it's thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that threw me off too. That 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 seems like I'm I don't know. Are they I, remastering it? Or? Yeah, it's getting uh, well, yeah, the yeah. insane trilogy yeah. treatment. But, would you expect it to be in a like a like a add on to Crash? Well, I'd expect it to be closer to nineteen ninety nine because the trilogy was thirty nine ninety nine, and now mm-hmm. this is just Crash Team Racing. You know. Well, what if this what if this gets online support? I think it will. I'm assuming. Did it have online support originally? No, it was PS One. It was a PS One. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> How dare you? Um. Yeah, I I just I don't know. the The weird thing is, there's a nitrous oxide edition um, that features nitrous oxide as a playable character from day one, and if you get the standard edition, you have to earn uh, nitrous oxide through the adventure mode. Yeah, I was confused the like price difference between that and just like there has to be more to that edition. At least you would think there would yeah. be more to it. Yeah. It just it seems, it it seems price wise it seems out of line con- considering the the insane trilogy which was three games was the exact same price. <laughs> yeah, this I, I definitely know. seems kind of on the pricey side. Yeah, in comparison, at least. Yeah, yeah. But hey, it's pretty awesome that they're doing it, and I'm sure it's gonna look and play fantastic. Um, just based on everything they've done so far. The trailer is so. gorgeous, you know, and, and they do that thing that I love when you do a remake for a game, you show what the game used to look like yeah. and transition to what it looks like now. And it's like, holy crap. Like they, they did such a good job with the insane trilogy. And then this is the game that like everyone wanted and was waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and we're getting it though. on kind of on the pricey side though. I did kind of expect it to be DLC wasn't expecting it to be like its own game yeah for as much as it yeah. is that will remember when when the crash trilogy was coming everybody was like oh crash team racing is like a hidden thing it's going to be in there they're going to announce it they're going to announce it and then they never did and the game came out yeah they but i'm, I'm still excited for it it looks really damn oh good. yeah yeah absolutely um okay so uh hello games actually announced a new game as well uh which was really surprising uh they are calling it a hello game short uh they're comparing it to like a pixar short where they're gonna let people from their development team make small games uh this one is called the last campfire uh it's a trailer up on our website looks pretty cool it's like a kind of overhead RPG looking game. It was only made by two developers on the Hello Games uh, team. And it looks like this is something that they're going to do from now on, or at least do for the time being of doing like these short uh, video games and then releasing them. Just, I guess as they're working on No Man's Sky, because <laughs> they're still working hard on No Man's Sky, releasing all these patches and updates for it. So I guess this is a way for them to just, like, get their creative juices flowing. Uh, the game actually looks really cool. Uh, and they said it, it, it the trailer says uh, coming out to st- on Steam, but Sean Murray Wood was on Twitter later saying more platforms will be announced later. So here's hoping it comes to PS4, because I, I love Hello PS5 Games. PS5. PS5, yeah. 
Xbox XI and uh, Switch 2. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it looks really cool. Um, those were the some of the 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 main games that were uh, talked about on the Game Awards. Though there was more. Um, Dave will be happy. Uh, Far Cry uh, game was announced. Uh, what is it? They kind of got some some heat for that though. Uh, yeah. So it's Far Cry New Dawn, and what what mm-hmm. exactly? I think I know what the heat was, but it's a, it's, it's it looks like it's a continuation of Far Cry Five because they're obviously not giving it a number. Um, they tease something at the end of it with a, the main villain from Far Cry in it, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody that didn't watch it. But if you did not watch that and you have any desire to play Far Cry Five, don't watch, don't watch this trailer. That's what I heard. People said this spoils <laughs> the end of Far Cry Five. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, and that's really soon, Shit. especially for like I mean, this game Far Cry came out in like March. Far Cry Five came out in March, and you know we're in December, and like, um, so like it, Far Cry has a point in the, in the Far Cry Five has a point in the game where you make a choice, and it's like at the ninety five percent completion mark of the game, and you make a choice, and um, one one choice goes one way, one choice goes the other way. The you know, but I think that. If it's weird, I'm trying to word this. I'm I'm trying to tread lightly because I'm literally talking about the end of the game. So you get to a point where you get to make a yeah. (laughs) You get to the point where you make a choice, and you can make that choice, and you'll go direct. Like so, I mean, let's say you're on a on a number scale of one to ten. You get to point eight, and you make a choice. You automatically go to point ten. You make a different choice. You go to point nine, and then you get to point ten. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and you know they they essentially showed what happens at point ten. Mm, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> did, they, did they release all the crazy DLC for Far Cry Five? They it's it's still um, there's one more thing coming okay. out for it. I haven't really gone back to the game. I wanted to. Um, I actually own with the the review code that they sent me. I I forgot. I own Far Cry Three on PS4. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And I just I and I need to go back and play it because I've heard great things about Far Cry Three. So. Is that? Like if if because I still don't have Far Cry Five, so say if I got uh-huh. Far Cry Five today, would I get Far Cry Three, or was that like I, a pre-order thing, or what I, was I, that? I don't think it was a pre-order thing. I think it was like their, you know, the Ubisoft Gold, Silver, and Bronze Edition kind of thing. Uh, okay. Gotcha. And I think yeah, and I think it comes with a certain edition. Like it just came there. So like you know, Josh, the way that you buy things, you'll probably walk into the store next week and get the Gold Edition for the price of like the original edition on sale. Oh yeah, in six months, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, but it looks cool what they're trying to do. It's a quick turnaround, so I don't expect it to be like super long. Yeah, I kind of expect it to be like Blood Dragon length, you know, like a f- mm-hmm. five six hour thing. Comes out in February, so if the last DLC yeah. isn't out yet, and it's it, December, they might be done. Okay, they might, they be, might done. be done. Yeah. Um, other news: uh, Devil May Cry Five got a demo for the Xbox One. Uh, Psychonauts Two got a new trailer, uh, which looked great. Um, and then, uh, follow up for last week, Dragon Age did have a game tease there. Uh, not much, just some voice over, like a narrative. Bioware's working on Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, basically. It was like, it was a cool, like, trailer, but it shows you nothing except it tells you that Solus is coming back to the game, which angered a lot of people, or, but not like angry that, from a story standpoint, angered people, because a lot of people, I guess, hate that character, because he's like a bad dude. Though I was getting mixed reaction from people online on, like, if they hate him or love him, but he seems to be, like, a polarizing character, so 
it's good to have them back in the universe for at least that reason. You had Rage 2 trailer, Fortnite Season 7 trailers. There was a lot of stuff. It was kind of funny how they were doing the awards. Uh, a lot of the times Jeff Keighley would just be like, and now here are the nominees and he'll just show a sidebar of the nominees and he'll just announce the winner like real quick with no like pomp and circumstance, nothing, nothing crazy. It was only the major awards they actually brought the developers on stage to like accept. Mm. Uh, Stranger Things 3 uh, video game coming out. It's like a 16-bit game. Um, Rocket League DLC. Um, Journey is coming to Epic Epic Games Launcher, which was kind of surprising. Like, that game company's Journey is coming to PC. And, like... like that is weird. Yeah, because uh, Epic Games was just all over this thing. Um, and... They just announced, like, all these partnerships for their new store, you know. Uh, and Journey was, like, one of their big gets, which was just kind of interesting to see, like, in 2018, like, a Journey announcement. Um, yeah. But I'm happy for it. Like, I'm not one of those people that when an exclusive comes to another platform, I get angry. I get excited because that means more people can experience a game like this and more people playing Journey. Like, I might replay it on PC just to run into people that haven't played it before <laughs> just because i played that i was gonna say i played that so many times recently just with the kids there, um, there's still people playing it you you I, oh yeah you jump on there's people with gigantic scarves <laughs> yeah yeah i still run but now i've got the i've got the white outfit and as always sees the people in the other outfit and the journey travelers on the wall painted on the wall in their bedroom is the the brown outfit yeah and she's like why don't you have that one why is yours white and i'm like well because we did everything we we beat the game basically and we found everything and i earned this yeah it's special (laughs) it we've got like our scarf recharges and our scarf is super long and it's awesome this way I said I could delete that save, you know, save it somewhere and delete it and start over. And but, I loved it how he goes. I can delete that save. I mean, I can save it somewhere. Exactly. And delete it. <laughs> well, come on, you know what? You know what it took to get that. I'm not going to just trash it completely. But yeah, I mean, we could start it on their uh, profile and you know go from scratch. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I I have still been playing it recently. So nice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to probably pick it up on PC just to play it with a bunch of people that haven't played it before. And then I could be that person guiding people. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it for the, the Game Awards. Uh, then, kind of funny games. Uh, they Greg Miller announced, you know, as soon as PSX was canceled this year, announced that he was going to hold his own showcase in place of uh, the PSX keynote. And he, him and his fun, kind of funny teams delivered. Like, they announced, like, over 50 games something like that or at least announcements and trailers uh like it's pretty much all indies which isn't too surprising because if a big game would do the game awards but the amount of content that they were able to pack in like an hour video is pretty damn phenomenal so like kudos to them uh that's good yeah he i mean he gave a platform to like the independent developers who would have just like posted up a booth at psx you know Mm, yeah yeah so, 
some of the highlights uh, include uh, Greg Miller and his dog Portillo being added to Guacamelee 2, uh, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Um, Limited Run Games uh, did some announcements. Uh, they're doing Windjammers and Celeste physical copies. Um, they already did Windjammers. Uh, for some reason, they're announced uh, for another Windjammers one. So That's weird. Um, just a ton of indie games. I'm just trying to find like some of the highlights. I have like this huge list and it's like going through a list of like 50 games, uh, release date for toe jam and Earl back in the groove, March 1st, 2019. Uh, and you guys big toe jam and Earl fans. I never, I am. Okay. I'm a huge, yeah, I remember jam playing it, fan. but not like, I, I don't, um, the biggest thing I remember about toe jam and Earl is like the overworld look of moving from level to level. Yep. You know, like the similar to like Super Mario Brothers three over open world overworld. Yeah, we we played that an insane amount of time in college and or right after college or whenever it was, and then um, I I played it a ton on my own. But then when it came out on the PS three, I was like, oh yeah, let me try that out. Oh look, yeah, it's it's basically the same game, and that's pretty awesome. And oh shit, and then like four hours later, I'm like, I'm still. Playing this stupid fucking game. I love this game. It's so dopey. <laughs> it's so much fun. It was like their answer to like Mario, but like way funnier. So. It's just yeah. It's it's such a weird, weird game, <laughs> and I love it. Um, yeah. other news. Um, sorry, going through this huge list again. Um, so The Walking Dead episode three has a release date. That's awesome. Which, uh, as we know, there's, there's quite a journey for this. Uh, it's actually really soon. It's January 15th of next year. It's the, I mean, I, I guess, like, before Telltale went away, they obviously would have had the script done and maybe some skeleton work done. Um, uh, potentially. Right. Um, the script should have been done. Yeah, yeah. That, that would have been done. Um, but the... Uh, Skybound got as many of the original developers as they could and brought them in-house and basically put them back to work on episodes three and four. So, Which is, like, <laughs> like honestly, this isn't that much of a delay of what Telltale probably would have released. Yeah. <laughs> like, really surprisingly, isn't. like, at all. Because like, what, episode two came out middle of October? Something like that. Yeah. The the only series that they ever had that actually released one chapter a month Minecraft. was Batman. Oh, I thought Minecraft did that too. I don't think Minecraft. Well, I think. Did. Well, I mean, well, I think that those are like your, like Walking Dead was a big license for them, but they kind of like set the. They were the first company to really make a Walking Dead game, so like they, I think they had a little bit more leeway. But then like somebody like DC is like, okay, you're gonna put like Batman on there, like you're gonna hit the schedule, or you know, yeah. well that that was the thing. DC forced them to hit that schedule. Borderlands, Tales from the Borderlands did not. Game of Thrones absolutely did not. Um, the other Walking Dead games did not. Uh, they were just all over the place in terms of when those they games came out. Didn't they do really well with season one though? It, season one of what the Walking Dead? Yeah. Yes, season first... one of the Walking Dead did really well, though. No, I, no, I no, think no, not means sales in terms wise. Of I release. mean, like, like every four to six weeks, it was coming out. Oh or something God, like that. no, no, I don't Hang believe on. so. I, it, I don't there's got to be a spreadsheet Josh has. 
Now, he's looking somebody, at it. He reviewed it. So. No, I'm I'm looking at somebody I pretty sure did a post. Oh yeah, on our site. On yeah. our site. Yep. Um talking about, you know, how long these go. All right, maybe this is it. Let me see. Give me a second here. Okay. Yeah. I just thought that like cuz like cuz the the first season of Walking Dead was yeah. the game of right, the year here contender. We here we go. Uh it was from Matt. Yeah, okay. So Walking Dead season 1. Weeks between episodes. Episode 1 to 2, 9 weeks. 2 to 3, 9 weeks. 3 to 4, 6 weeks. 4 to 5, 6 weeks. Wolf Among Us, 1 to 2, 17 weeks. Jeez. Yeah. So then 9, 7, and 6. Walking Dead Season 2, 11, 10, 10, and 5. Game of Thrones, 9, 7, 12, and 8. And then Tales from the Borderlands, 16 weeks between Episode 1 and 2. God. 15 weeks between Episode three and 2 and 3. Uh, then 8 and 9. Yeah. So um, I was right. They did do well with season one okay. in comparison. Well, in comparison to all the other ones, but still, Nine. like more than two months between episodes is it's absurd. And the only reason you completely forget what you're doing at that point, and, and you've completely just blown off the game at that point, and you're on to something else. Yeah. And the only reason, like four and five in season one, were done so quickly is those were the two shortest episodes of the season. Hmm. Those were like yeah. 40. I remember like it was episode four that was like 45 minutes long. Oh, Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get to the last one. Episode five. That one had six episodes. Yeah. The the break between episodes five and six was 17 weeks. That's so. Isn't that a whole season of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. A whole season of it's Game like of Thrones weeks. is like is like eight weeks. Okay. Their, their seasons are short. Well, Game of Thrones is like really short. First couple seasons, it was at least ten episodes. Ten, and then they would take yeah, like at a the week most. off every once in a while if a holiday was around. Yeah. No, well, they always no, they always did. They always came out in March, beginning of March, and they would just blow straight through because we would do that. Like Lou and I would watch it, that and like Walking Dead, we'd watch them and we're like, "Whoa, wait, it's over already? What the fuck?" Like. Walking Dead hit its mid-season break uh, just a couple weeks ago. And Lou was like, wait, what the fuck? Because it just happens too quick. Yeah. But they hit, I was so excited, they hit like a major, major point in the storyline where it was like a major mind fuck in, in The Walking Dead. Like if you've read the books, I was, I was, baffled when this thing hit in the books and I was freaking out and I'm reading as fast as I can. I'm like, <laughs> like trying to figure out what's happening and what's going on. And when it all came out, like what was happening, I, I, it just blew my mind. And when she watched it, she was the same. She's like, what? Wait, what? How, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and then I had to show her, uh, some of the book. Because man, I'm I'm trying to be very cryptic here and not spoil it because yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very crazy thing that happens in The Walking Dead if if you haven't caught up or you haven't read the books or anything like that it's it's amazing <laughs> what they do it's such a cool such a cool idea uh, that gets played out in this season so 
Uh, yeah, so Telltale, they were slow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and that really... We'll see, we'll see if whoever, you know, we'll see if this other company is any faster. Yeah, yeah. I mean... But they already are. For, yeah. yeah. For, I, I, I agree with you, Michael. There had to be something already there, though. Yeah. Maybe they were... Maybe Telltale, before they went out of business, crunched a hell of a lot more uh, to... Uh, get them to a point where they could release the episodes faster before they ran out before they ran out of money which obviously they ran out of money uh, I don't know though I, I think that it's more likely that um, well I mean Skybound just has more money Skybound is uh, Robert Kirkman's company yeah they I mean, definitely he, had the budget to to hire he, to overstaff at least yeah he created the walking dead <laughs> and yeah, he's like, we're I, not just going to let this die. This has to be finished off. People have been, have invested years into this. And he was like, I want to see where, what happens to Clementine. You know, this is not fair to everybody. So we're going to make sure that this finishes. Um, so yeah, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like Batman, you know, when, there's a demand to get it done on a schedule by the IP owner. It gets done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't. Yeah, really... Obviously if it's, if this company is managed well, I mean, that's what, that's the yeah. biggest thing we heard about telltale is just sounds like it was just not good management. Well, so. Clearly <laughs> look at their, <laughs> look at their release schedules for all this shit. Yeah, and so. what a nightmare it was according to all the former employees in terms of just, uh, you know, corporate culture and and just life there, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. And then right. one of the uh, final bits of news that came out of the kind of funny games thing was a cool thing, uh, Judgment, which is the new game from the Yakuza developers. They're actually going to do dual language, so they're actually going to have English voice actors for the game. And uh, when it comes to the West, you'll get to choose between the English and Japanese voices. Now, I've heard a couple of uh, Yakuza fans that I play some games with, like particularly like Johnny as a boy, like he watched that trailer or listened to those English subtitles. He's like, I'll just stick with the original. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't always... a big fa- he wasn't a big fan of the English dub dubbed over. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'm never a fan of English dubs on anything. I'd rather yeah, hear so... the original voices. But this, at least, the game's it's nice that they're doing it. Yeah, the, the game's still in development, so at least this is like they're doing the voice acting right now with this in mind, as opposed yeah. to you know adding it on later, you know, like an anime it, would. It's good that they're doing it though, because. Like, well, I will always go for the original language and do subtitles. There's a lot of people who are like, fuck subtitles, and they would just never buy the game. Yep. Right. But the, the idea that there's English voice acting in it, they it'll give it a broader audience, actually. Yeah, so which is good. hopefully it finds, you know, a bigger audience because of the English language. Because, like you said, there are people that will probably pick it up now that might have ignored it yeah. beforehand. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that uh, I highly recommend you guys check out the Kind of Funny Games showcase. There's there's a lot of stuff. We could probably spend an hour just breaking down each trailer, uh, but we'll save you that because hearing people talk about the trailer without seeing the trailer is not that fun. <laughs> 
Yeah, the last bit of news that came out um, just a couple days ago is a couple updates coming to Monster Hunter World. Um, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary for it, um, and Monster Hunter World is on that list. It's it's in the it's in the top t- you know the top five, top ten of game of the year for this for this year. It did really really well early in the year, but again, it's one of those games that came out in like January, February. So um, early 2019, um, they have announced um, they're notorious for their crossovers. They've had some Mega Man ones. They've had some Horizon Zero Dawn ones and things like that. Now they have a Witcher crossover. So excited. Geralt is coming to the game as a hunter. Um, and it looks like you can earn his armor and things like that more than likely. Um, and you can dress yourself up to look like Geralt and go monster hunting. He is there, really? like he is there to hunt and fuck. Because those are the two things that that man does. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to do that. Um, hopefully. And on, on top of that... Um, they announced a uh, major expansion to uh, Monster Hunter World. Uh, Icefront, I think is what it's called. I just Iceborne, it. sorry. I believe. Iceborne, I'm sorry. Yep. So Iceborne, it will be coming in September. Um, and it is going to involve uh, picking up on the campaign where it left off. And, you know, new monster hunt, new monsters to hunt, new gear and, and, and um, you know, armor and stuff to earn. And, of course, based on the name, a lot of stuff's going to be... Um, frozen or snowed over and stuff like that. So they didn't really have a whole lot of information about how it's gonna, how this expansion is gonna work or anything like that. They just said that they would talk about that in a later date. And this all came out of their like developer update that they did for uh, Monster Hunter World. So it's good to see that uh, Capcom is continuing to support that game and in this uh, games as service media that we appear to be in lately they are just pumping out regular content for it that you don't have to pay for yep i forgot this game came out earlier this year yeah uh, and i love this game this when i was making like a game of the year list like i totally forgot that this came out and then this game immediately got bumped into like my top five for the game of the year because yeah such a good game yeah uh, they nailed the gameplay loop so can i uh do my uh late addition to the news yeah. Okay, so hit you guys with some good news. The opening theme song for Kingdom Hearts 3 was revealed. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, people were a little worried because it was uh, produced by Skrillex, but it turned out to be good. Uh, Josh, we're both taking that game for review, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Good. You guys have to write about the Kingdom Hearts story. That's the one thing that I don't want to review it for. <laughs> I'd rather just play it and enjoy it than have. I'm not going to write about the story. <laughs> I'm just going to say Kingdom Hearts is a game that Michael loves, and I can see why. Yeah. Okay. And here's my score. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is in it. Uh, so highly recommend checking out that trailer. It doesn't spoil too much. It's not like the previous trailers, which spoiled a shit ton of stuff. Uh, but if you want to hear the new song it's really worth it and then just for fun uh the bethesda saga continues uh so last week oh you know the the plastic bag incident or the yep. nylon bag thing so remember last week i said they did a make good and told people to open a ticket on their website mm-hmm. to get a collector's edition one um well anyone that opened a ticket had all their personal information uh leaked <laughs> <laughs> um so, wow. if you made a ticket on Bethesda's website, you provided them your, you know, address for them to ship to you. Home address, phone number, yeah. email address. And then possibly, you know, like a copy of your receipt for, as your proof of purchase. So, if wow. you opened a ticket 
and then you say like, oh, let me update my address on that ticket, and then you would log into their website, and then go to edit your ticket, you would see that you had all the tickets that were made available on your account to open and close. Hmm. Um, so it, it was open like that for a couple hours to where if you made a ticket, you can see every ticket that was made, or at least a majority of them. Click on it, edit the person's information that was in there, or see the person's information that was there, and do with that with what you will. Um, uh, they did wow. close it eventually. Uh, their response was really poor, uh, again, where they were just like, oh, uh, we went down for maintenance. It'll be back up soon. You know, it was just like a generic, like, oh, there was... We thought we had metal, we thought we had metal security, and it turned out to be nylon security. <laughs> yeah. And they, <sighs> you know, basically said, like, oh, we had to take it down for maintenance, and then he said, oh, there was a bug, but we fixed it. Everything's fine now. But obviously a lot of people were upset because they put personal information in there. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Bethesda, damn, they, they are struggling right now with this game. This game is just like been a headache from like start to finish. Oh, I, I just thought I'd throw that in there, especially if you've made a ticket, you might want to, I don't know, keep an eye out for spam. It might be coming from that because soon as it was revealed because like someone just went on their twitter account like hey how come i can see every ticket and then they showed a screenshot and then a couple hours later bethesda like turned their website off for a little bit but as soon as <laughs> that hit the internet everyone logged into bethesda's website to see the tickets so of course i'm sure some bad people got into that as soon as they found out that they can get personal information so yeah uh, the only good thing is luckily they're hopefully there was no one that put their credit card information in there there'd be no reason for them to do that but who knows people might have provided all sorts of information in there so yeah bethesda do better be better Hmm. their e3 press conference next year is going to be entertaining as fuck like i am excited for that press conference for all the wrong reasons (laughs) Uh, but but that's it for the news Strap in, folks. You got Josh has got a lot of reading to do. You might need to get a pillow here. So, new releases for the week of, I don't even know, December what? December eighteenth. Okay. Two thousand eighteen. Nothing. What? What is nothing? It's, is that an RPG? Yeah, it's it's a week before Christmas. That's what nothing is. So nothing is coming out. Because <laughs> nobody wants to get buried and everybody else buying everything else. Yes. So get used to that. There's there's likely going to be, well, there are no new physical releases until January, typically, at this point. You may get some surprise release here or there, like the Atari Collection Volume 3 came out this week, just dropped all of a sudden. We just got an email that said, oh, guess what? It's out, like, this week on everything. I'm like, wait, what? What the fuck? Jeez. Oh, and this is the one that has some Atari 5200 games in it. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool, including one of my favorites ever. So, um, yeah, it, it, we'll get some surprises like that. But, you know, for the most part, this is it. There's nothing really major coming out again 
for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So if we had new releases that would be on the on our show post that you're uh, on the on the website, there would be links to our affiliates our, for each of the new releases that Josh would have mentioned. So any of your last minute Christmas shopping that you're doing, if you guys just go to psnation.com on the left hand side of the page, there's the affiliate link. Um, graphic just click on the graphic it'll take you to another page that shows you all of the stores that we have affiliations with uh best buy uh, amazon a whole list of them if there's stuff that you're buying for people uh getting ready for the holidays then uh just if you could do us a favor click on one of those links it'll help us out and you can also uh go to zazzle.com slash ps nation and buy a 10-year anniversary shirt in year 12 so um There's ornaments on there. There's mugs. Uh, you know, like any last-minute gifts ideas, or like if you know, like those of you that are listening to us that maybe don't buy something for yourself. If somebody's saying, "Hey, like, what do you want?" Like maybe direct them to Zazzle, or, or let them know about the affiliate links if they're going to make a purchase or anything like that. Um, also, ways that you can support us are our video services, Twitch.tv/psnation, where I can actually say that we had a damn good week on Twitch last week. <laughs> Uh, between Glenn streaming some Battlefield Five, Michael's uh, some Call of Duty, and I think you had some Fallout in there as yeah. well again. Yeah. Um, and I think that yeah, I had an embarrassing like nine and a half hour straight stream of Destiny, <laughs> to um, to the point where my PR handler is like, "You're still playing." <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so on Twitch.tv slash PS Nation, we are an affiliated Twitch channel, so you can. Uh, Give us a subscription. If you want to pay for a sub, it's four ninety nine for a tier one sub, nine ninety nine for a tier two sub, or you can uh, link it with your Amazon Prime account and you get a free sub every thirty days. It does not auto renew. Um, actually, during my long stream with this guy, uh, PJF Josh, uh, renewed his subscription to us. So, um, and were you able to do streaming. that on desktop or mobile? I forget. Okay. Um. <laughs> But wherever, I think it was on my iPad or something, but somebody was streaming and I was like, oh, there you go. Click. Yay. So, yeah, uh, like I said, as long as you uh, subscribe the first time on uh, on a PC, on a computer, um, then when you open it up on your your Android or your iPhone or your tablet or whatever, I believe it will let you hit the subscribe button and ask you if you want to use Twitch Prime or a paid sub. So when we're streaming, you're watching Michael play Battlefield at 1 o'clock in the morning if you're on the East Coast, um, or you're watching me play Destiny on one of my days off of work, or you know we'll, we'll get Josh on Twitch uh, here pretty soon as well, but we've got to get him the right equipment for it, so it's not going to work at the, at the moment. Yeah, it's, uh, you can't, we can't just share the account yeah, on sh- PS4. We can't share share play or share No, we share can't function. do it on PS4 because it's yeah. like a huge pain in the ass, so yep. that's why I just stream on YouTube. Yeah. So, but the we're we've been doing really well on Twitch. So, if you want to show some uh, some support, please go ahead and go over there and show us some support. Uh, you know YouTube.com slash PS Nation, where Josh streams when he can. Yeah, um, can... On, on Twitch, I'll I'll be streaming on my own account. Uh, for PS Nation, I'll be streaming on the YouTube account because yep. <laughs> that's the only way I have it set up. It's right. It's unless you have a PC to to stream it through. It's it's a pain. It's a huge pain in the ass to switch everything over for somebody yep. uh, to have multiple consoles doing Twitch. It's basically a whole so, deactivate on whoever had it on their console last, then yeah. reactivate if you have second or two-step authentication, then you have to fucking text message your way through. It's a, yeah, it's, it's just it's not a big worth labor. it. Yeah. I'm happy to do YouTube and yeah, absolutely. Twitch on my own. <laughs> 
So those are our video services that you can um, like and subscribe to. We would appreciate it. Website reviews. So reviews that hit the site. Another just lots and lots of length for today. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Again. Uh, but I can review Rush VR uh, because I did get some online in. Yay. Awesome. Uh, so this is um, it's a VR game. I talked about it a lot last week. So go back and listen to that. You should have just, just scored it without online. <laughs> I know. I should have scored it and and then just said, okay, now here's the online part. Because my question um, to you is, did the online part change any perspective of your game at all? Not really. Okay. No. Uh, so uh, the way the online works is you go into the game and you you know click find a... <clears throat> you can either set up a private match or you can... Um, just look for a public uh, match. And uh, when you turn that on, it says searching for a match, essentially. And you can just go in and, and play on your own. And the moment it finds a match, it stops your game all of a sudden and pulls you out and drops you into uh, the lobby, the, the airplane with several other people. And then you go jump. Um, so the interesting thing is, what I found is that uh, when you go in there, it'll show it, the way you jump, the way you start and jump off the platform. You have to look at a, a cursor in the middle of the screen, a, a kind of a circle in the middle of the screen. And there's... In multiplayer, there's triangles around that circle. And when you look, your triangle will push right into the circle. Now, you can still see several others that are out while you're waiting for other people to look. Well, I got into one match where it was just me and one other guy, and the guy never looked at the circle. And the game wouldn't start. And I was like, well, this is bullshit. (laughs) Like, did he fall asleep? What happened? I don't know what's going on here. Um, sitting, in, sitting in his chair with his head tilted over to the side because the visor's heavy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the other ones I got into were all pretty straightforward. They all worked out really well. Um, it's different when you're playing against real people, obviously. Uh, but um, <laughs> a couple of the matches, I got to the end, and I'm like, wow, I was way out ahead of everybody, I guess. And I get to the end, and it shows that they hit they hit a wall or something before the second gate or one of them hit before even the first gate. <laughs> so they got the, they got the DNF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'll tell did, you, did not finish. Sorry. It'll it's say like two of 10, you know, or, or DNF zero of 10. And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> they were dead before they hit the first gate. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so there are, Obviously, a ton of courses. There's 20 courses times wow. four uh, settings. So it's 80 courses altogether and multiplayer on top of that. Uh, and it's really good. It's it's actually a really good game. I, I do highly recommend just using head motion 
<laughs> it's insanely, it may be too easy. It's insanely easy to play it like that. Um, but you're in a wingsuit and you're flying through these gates and everything. And it's, it's cool. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, so I forget, I think I had a score written down for this somewhere last week. Um, I think I'm giving it probably, yeah, let's see, there's 7.5 or an eight, probably an eight. Yeah, probably an eight. It's a really good game. Awesome. What we're playing and watching. Uh, Michael, you want to go first? Sure. My list is kind of small just because, you know, work and stuff. Um, more Call of Duty Blackout. Still addicted. They just added a new area to the Blackout mode and new guns to the mode. Rechanged the way Armor did. They completely, like, revamped Blackout. Uh, and I played a little bit. Of the, the new part of the map was just added today as we recorded, so I didn't get a chance to do that. But I did get to play around with the new Armor system and the new gun system. Uh, it's great to see how well they're supporting that. Uh, I have mixed feelings on how they announced last week that they um, are going to do the Fortnite way of supporting that mode in terms of they're going to add to the current map as opposed to making a brand new map. Uh, so depending on how they handle that, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch that game change. Uh, Fallout 76 uh, played that. Dave mentioned earlier I streamed it for two hours. I put a couple more hours into it after I... Uh, had that review where I had all the positive things to say about it. Um, I did enjoy it a little bit more this week just because I actually ran into some like nice players uh, while I was playing, which was... I ran into those players that put a lot of effort into their camp. Like, it was at one point where I'm being chased by a bunch of super mutants. I have no health, no way of to defend myself because I was like out of ammo. And then I stumbled into someone's camp... Uh, this cliffside camp that was fully set up and had a bunch of turrets that defended me from the enemy super mutants and just basically killed all Mm. of them. And then like, I'm in this guy's camp. He's not there at the moment. And I'm just like looking around his stuff and I see he has a full chest of like items and I'm really tempted to just steal all of his shit. (laughs) Uh, And then I turn around and he had his mic on. He's like, hello, can I help you? And I turn around and this dude's in like full, in full-blown mech shit can kill me with one shot and i'm just like yo 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 i just i needed help from the super mutants um i'm not gonna take anything and he's like oh no take anything you need do you need water do you need health take take as much as you want and i'm just like are you serious he's like yeah no just you look like you can use some help and i'm just like oh okay (laughs) and i just like take a bunch of water and i'm just like do you need like do you need like junk because I have a bunch of junk and you can turn into scrap, you know, to build your fort out. And then I basically traded him like a bunch of my like miscellaneous objects that he could break down into metal and leather uh, for health and stuff. So that was like a really cool moment. I think that's what Bethesda hmm. was trying to accomplish, but they just. Well, you know what we call that, Michael, right? He just had, he had pity on you. No, no, no. But I'm saying like the entire in terms of like making a community like that i think that's what bethesda was aiming for but they just did a really bad job of getting to that point he found the game developer so where where does this where does it go though like what do you mean like 
that's the huge question, Josh. Yeah, that, that's like, yeah. like why, yeah, no, like why, 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 like why return to that world every week is the yeah. kind of what yeah, you're asking, right? Problem. Yeah. The, where does it? Like, I would expect some sort of story to move you forward where you guys do build up the world and you start to create a civilization and then the game moves forward somehow. But I, as a giant multiplayer thing, I don't feel yeah. that they're going to do that. At no, all. unless they seriously add more content next year like they plan to. But right now it's just miscellaneous missions to get more junk and stuff like that. Uh, to where it's just really there, just to build clubhouses, like I said last yeah, week. To just yeah, to just be a five year old and build yeah, your fort, I, yeah. and just it's, sit in your fort. It sounds like it's nothing. just it was rushed. <laughs> it just sounds like it was rushed. Yeah. They wanted the, they wanted the the fall twenty eighteen cash. Yeah, like Zenimax was like, we need our we need a big hitter this this holiday, and they're like, oh, we can throw this together. Uh, but it was mm. definitely one of those things where like that moment was like a really cool moment of just like running into someone who's like, yes, I built this cliff house, uh, this the cliffside like manor to help everyone. And he was, just, it was a cool moment. Uh, but then I had to continue to play the game. Uh, <laughs> it really, it really sounds like somebody like, and, and you know, we were, I was, we, before we recorded, I was asking Josh about, um, audio books that I could listen to and things like that. Um, and it reminds me like, as I've been thinking about listening back to them of like, I don't know the exact thing, but it was, it was like how Halo Wars two came to be. Like a company came that was you know owned by you know, Microsoft and came with this really cool concept, and they said, "Hey, we really like your concept, but we're going to make it a Halo game." And they're like, "Wait, what?" You know, like they wanted to 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 do their own thing. So I'm almost wondering if somebody had a really cool concept for an open you know like an open world online game like this and then somebody goes and bethesda saw it or something like that and said hey we're gonna slap the fallout name on it like wait huh whoa wait still whoa, 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 that's not really what i no 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 we're, it, it'll so great with the fallout name on yeah. it <laughs> everything is destroyed in fallout so here you go like have fun building this out yeah it's uh, though i had fun with it you know in like that that particular moment i'm still just hitting my head against the game of just like, no, maybe if I keep going, do this event, you know, and if I do this, like something cool will happen, you know, anytime a nuclear explosion happens in that game, it looks cool for a second, but then the frame rate drops down to single digits and it's mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, just, I still can't believe they're having frame rate problems this far out. Eh, yeah. I mean, they, they want to use that old engine, which they already said they're going to use for the next elder scrolls and, uh, their space game um, but yeah so Fallout 76 that moment was cool I'm still playing it hopes in hopes of something cool happening like that again you know uh, they, they did do a patch last week that added more inventory though they rebalanced the game in certain ways that like the reddit community has broken down and have found out that they kind of made it more grindy um, in some aspects and then they just released a patch again today that's going to address more issues. So hopefully when it's out of early access sometime next year, uh, it'll be a little better. Um, other than that, it's really been just those two games and a little bit of Tetris effect. I know I sound like a broken record the last like month or so, but uh, those three games are kind of dominating my, my life right now. Uh, I did get super smash brothers ultimate. So I'll talk about that next week. Um, I bought it despite the fact that I hate super smash brothers. <laughs> um but the trailer from the game awards that added joker from persona looked really cool but then he's a dlc character that will be out next year so mm. mistakes were made so we have 
pity and a sucker and they're both named michael yeah i saw the the dlc is five characters at 25 bucks so five bucks a character for dlc well, but I, don't they always add their own level to each character, too, yeah. Michael? Like they, they the level characters. Level music, they said. Yeah. 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 Stage so, music. I mean, that's not... I mean... It's not from a comp- In a competitive... Like, it's essentially a competitive fighter, Josh. Yeah, I know. It's got 70 <laughs> characters right now, and they're going to add five more characters. Still no Waluigi. Um, but I don't know. Like, It's not that I've hated Smash Brothers. It's just I've never been able to... Like The people that play Smash Brothers really fucking love Smash Brothers. Like, yeah, you never do. see a casual Smash Brothers players. They're always just psychotic. See, I think that the game actually does a really, really good job of having the ability for you to pick it up, play it, have fun with it. If you don't really even know what you're doing, you can move forward, you can fight, you can punch, you can you can win a random round here or there. But then it also has a tremendously high skill gap. Yeah, that's. I think that's my problem with the game is, like, literally all my friends that play it, like, that we play in person, have been on the esports circuit locally and in you know like on a national level so my casual play just does not equate with them at all um but like so two years ago when the smash brothers for the wii u was out uh one of my friends from the navy uh he crashed at our place at, at my place and he really wanted to play smash brothers but we only had a wii u we didn't have the game so he bought a copy of smash brothers and then bought us three or four GameCube controllers just so we can play that weekend. <laughs> and th- this is like the dedication that Smash Brothers fans have. And he left yeah. all the GameCube controllers at my place with the adapter. And then uh, it was like an hour before the pre-orders on Amazon would end so you get $10 credit. And I'm just like, I looked at the GameCube controllers, looked at the adapter, and I'm just like, why the fuck not? Like, I already have the controllers <laughs> for it and the adapter will work on the Switch. So it's like, you know what? I might as well. What's the worst that can happen? It just ends up in my backlog yeah, or I only pull you, it out you, of have, But you'll have people, yeah, but say you'll you'll definitely get your, your playtime out of it because you'll have a, uh, you know, a night where you have like three or four people or five or six people over and you'll have a blast with it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's probably just going to turn into a party game that I'm terrible at, uh, which is different. Just usually. get everybody else drunk and then you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I'll just yes. have everyone drink. I just drink water and just focus. <laughs> um and then uh i got a copy of hitman 2 which i'm downloading now uh i can't wait to play that i might stream my horrible hitman play because usually what happens i come up with a amazing plan on how to get a kill we'll work on it for 30 40 minutes and then right before i'm about to execute that plan i stumble or i shoot the wrong person and then i just have to firefight my way out of it <laughs> I heard that that game has amazing briefcase physics. Oh god, the uh, the traveling briefcase where it just like yeah, flies like traveling around. briefcase with tracking. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I can't wait to to get into that and just frustrate myself you're, when I make. You're just killing somebody with a briefcase that just does a ninety degree turn around a wall. Yeah. <laughs> make elaborate mousetraps that fail at the end, and then I'm just like, okay, I guess I'm uh, running gunning this whole mission now. Um, and then for watching. Um, I saw a little bits and pieces of the Elseworld uh, Flash crossover thing. Uh, mm, no oh, idea what you're talking about. Yeah, no, he's talking about the, the DC. Yeah, the DC, you know, the CW shows. DC shows, yeah. Oh, CW. I'm not on the current season. Yeah, uh, I, I want to talk about, so, like, they, they did, like, one Don't. little Easter egg that just made me so happy. 
Um, and then I'm still continuing my Game of Thrones rewatch. I'm in season two now. Mm, nice. Uh, continuing to to enjoy that. Uh, but that's it for playing and watching. Okay, cool. Josh, you want to go? Uh, sure. Um, I played about five minutes of Just Cause 4. <laughs> um, just didn't have time for it. Uh, Rush VR with the kids. NHL 19 with the kids. Tetris Effect with the kids. Uh, VR and non-VR. I had uh, non-VR because it was with the kids. Um, have you put the helmet on or the visor yeah. on Mason yet? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. They both had it on. Have you done okay. it with Tetris? Uh-huh. Uh, he had it on for Tetris because he wanted to see it. Okay. Okay. Um, I, yeah. No, I remember. You, I remember you saying Mason now with it. I just didn't remember if you if yeah. you let Zoe do it or not. So. Yeah. Well, when Astrobot was there, that's all she wanted was to put it put that thing on her head, see it, and be in there. Is that when you had to like hold it on her head <clears throat> or something? Because she was um, too small. No, the that was with Vuri, um, with the with the animals and everything. Um, but now she can get it on her head and she's all good. And she sits there with it and looks around and, um, so yeah, just blew through those again. Um, I did get to play some of the shadow of the tomb Raider forge DLC, which is the first of the seven DLC packs that are coming to that game. God, I forgot how many of them were coming. Yeah. Uh, I had played a bunch of this a month or two ago. <clears throat> Um, at an event they held uh, right around New York Comic Con and I did the multiplayer part of it at that event and it's really cool um, if you have a second player to play with uh, because a lot of the puzzles you can get through the puzzles on your own but they're much more difficult and you'll miss a lot of collectibles and things When you play with somebody, it just works out a lot better. Um, Shit. Uh, So there is another kind of a single player piece to it where you've got, uh, it's kind of a score chase. Um, There are these orbs and things that are all over the map and you have to collect them quick as you can as you're running through. And if you... As you when you collect one, there's like a little countdown timer, and if you get another one before the countdown timer runs out, the score multiplies and it multiplies and it multiplies. So, the deal is to try to hit as many of them as you can as quickly as you can. Um, but I just messed with that for a little bit, and the kids were all over me, so I didn't really get to do too much there. Uh, I did actually start to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on that project stream that google thing oh you got into that yeah it's pretty good it surprisingly <laughs> runs well yeah i i had a couple small places where it it went into like a slideshow mode um but for the most part it runs really well i i put my dualshock 4 on and it instantly changes the controller like i love yeah. how smooth that was yeah and it it works really well with it. So I actually, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I do want to keep playing that uh, for a little bit, but um, that's all I played really. Um, I mean, there was, yeah, 
I can't think of anything else. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, for me, it was a very, very, very little bit of Battlefield um, because I didn't know how much time this was going to take. And um, so the it was because it was weird. So Black Armory for Destiny 2 dropped on Tuesday last week. Um, typically when we get expansions like this in December, uh, there's, you know, like a handful of campaign missions, a handful of, you know, one or two new strikes, new crucible, uh, a couple new crucible maps, the PVP maps and a new raid. Um, so other than the new raid, all the other stuff that I mentioned wasn't added with this black army expansion. Um, like I mentioned before, the annual pass is an all or nothing, uh, update to the game so you you buy the annual pass and you get the the black armory the joker's wild and uh the penumbrum that are that will be coming and along with that the seasonal integration that comes to, to all destiny 2 forsaken owners so it started with you uh go to the you open up the game on tuesday and it you, on your left hand side of the screen it says go see the spider in the tangled shore so you go see the spider and he gives you. He says there's something going on with the Black Armory, and he gives you a, a special key card and sends you to return to the tower, uh, the the safe city part of Earth. So you go back to the tower, which is your main social hub in the game, and the game directs you over to this new area, and you and you flash this card in front of the door, and this door opens, and this whole new segment of the tower is open to you. It's really far, just for one character. Like it's like they, they it's about as far away as they could probably make it. So like if you don't own the expansion, like you're not wondering what's over there. <laughs> Um, and you get there, and you meet um, a character called Ada One, who is uh, an EXO, which is a race in Destiny. Um, and she is you. You walk into into the Black Armory, and she's like, "Guardians are not welcome in the Black Armory. You need to leave." And and their writing is sometimes great, and their writing is sometimes terrible. In this situation, your character literally holds the card up that the spider the the spider who's an NPC that gave it to you just like two minutes ago in the game and she goes oh okay well okay you're fine <laughs> and, and then she starts explaining this stuff to you about what where you are and what it is and, and everything like that that's essentially like your story content for black armory so then she ada sends you on um a couple quests to start discovering the forges um to to discover a forge and what the forge is is destiny 2's way of doubling down on end game activity. So this is high light high light level light slash power level, same thing, uh, content that is stuff for players to do. The problem that they ran into on day one, um, on last Tuesday was the Destiny player base had been so programmed to new quote unquote expansion means new story, means new strikes, means new maps, and none of that was there. And then what made it worse is the end boss of the forge was at power level 630. Um, most players that it, like even myself who's played a lot um, I didn't I don't even have all three characters to 600. I have I had two characters to 600 and one at like 592 or something like that. Um, even at 600 with no ability to, or not ability but having not raised your power level at all you would struggle to do this activity. Like it would be very, very hard for you to do the activity because you're more than 20 points below the recommended level 
of the boss. So the way that you know the, the way that power level works in Destiny is that for every ten levels that you're there's a difference of with a, it maxing out at forty levels, you deal less damage and take more damage. So if you're ten, like let's say you're ten points below, you're going to take you know twenty percent more damage. Uh, you're you're going to receive twenty put you're going to receive twenty percent more damage and you're going to output twenty percent less damage. If before, if you're on, if you were fighting two six hundred characters and you shot the character with a critical hit in the head and you did a hundred points and then you shot a character that was six ten in the head, you would only do eighty points. Um, so immediately people were freaking out because I paid for this content and I can't play it because I haven't been playing the game on a regular basis. And the way that you would raise your power level in destiny is to do the the challenges and the 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 weekly rituals of milestones and things like that all of that involves playing the old content going to back going to back to dreaming city playing gambit playing crucible playing the flashpoint doing public events on earth or on mars or on nessus wherever that that planet is focused and so you had to for three four five hours you had to play and do the same thing that you had been doing for the last three months just to play the new content to get to it to hopefully get to a high enough power level to play the new content the community did not react to that well at all i wouldn't either <laughs> um so because then you know like once you were able to get like so i i did some of that i got myself up to like 610 611 um and you know some strategies started coming out of ways you know different ways to fight this encounter and do this encounter because completing the encounter meant you were completing your weapon frames so you know you it, it's you're playing the black armory you're building um elite weapons uh you're making these really these really cool weapons and you have to build the frames for the weapons you're forging them in the forge um, so you have to go out and like, let's say you're, uh, doing the machine gun kills. You have to get, you know, so many machine gun kills on high, high, high level enemies or elite, me- uh, elite members. Uh, you have to get like double kills and collect materials and stuff like that. And then go to the forge to unlock it. And what the forge is, it, I'm actually really enjoying this content because it's like small, like farmable five to seven minute activity. So like raids, you know, take time. Raids are probably like an minimum an hour commitment for six people. Um, strikes can be you know ten, fifteen minute things and stuff like that. Uh, the forge is a match made content that you know three player con- uh, content. It's match made. So when you go to start it, it's going to find if you're by yourself, it's going to find two other players for you. If you go in there with three players, you're just going to go in there and start it. And um, you have about two minutes to do each round, and you're it's. Just kill as much as you can, as fast as you can. Uh, certain colored bosses drop these things that are called batteries. You pick the batteries up, you throw them into the forge. Each round, you have to throw 20 batteries into the forge. You do that twice, and then you fight a boss. And the boss is just distribute as much damage as humanly possible as fast as you can. If you don't kill them within, like, 90 seconds, you fail. So the whole thing is done in, like, six minutes. Good completed run or, in, or uh, a failed run. Um, and then once you complete the forge with a you know fully materialized weapon, you get the weapon, and it's a powerful drop, and it you know it has some perks, and it's farmable because you can go back to Ada and get and get another weapon frame and and, and build the frame and try to get another machine gun to drop for you that has different perks on it or the perks that you're looking for, so you can build your loadout correctly. There's also armor that can drop for every two or three weapons that you frame. Um, so it's there. Uh, they within the first uh, 36 hours, uh, Bungie reacted and actually lowered the power level by five points. 
to where players that were 600 had a more likely chance of completing it. So now it's, you, the final boss was 620 instead of 625. So you were within you know 20 points of the scale, so it was a little closer, a little more manageable. Um, and then a second Forge released the later on that week that was a little bit of the higher content, offered a couple more weapons, and the raid released, and the raid came out to, to good reviews and things like that. I haven't gone into the raid yet because the raid, again, is recommended 640 power. Um, even playing a little bit today before we recorded, I'm, I'm inching close to 630 right now. Um, and I put a lot of time in, but I like the, it's, it's weird because I, I don't have a problem going back and playing the, the other stuff because they've really tried to give a lot of things for players to do. Like, yeah, it's kind of dumb that I have to go back to Dreaming City and, you know, do the, the Ascendant Challenge or do the Blind Well to get the Powerful Drop, but it also, the, the hindsight of it is, is that that content isn't irrelevant, which they had which they had done in the past before where the stuff that you've been doing for the last 90 days or even 6 months like didn't matter anymore like it it's it's back there it doesn't give you powerful you know gear you can't you can't get anything else from there it's not helping you so it's they they talked about this 6 or 8 months ago like they're they told us that they were doubling down on the hobbyist and um and giving us more end game content to do so we got a new forge on earth the day that the black armory came out Three days later, we got another forge on Nessus. Today, um, the day we're recording, started the uh, the dawning, which is their holiday event, which has a lot of cool, you know, custom, you know, customizable stuff. And their biggest thing that they're having you do right now is that you get to bake cookies and give gifts to everybody else. And the way you bake cookies is by collecting the materials and killing Cabal. You get, you know, you get a material from Cabal and killing Vex. You get like Vex milk and. You get all this stuff in your, and then you get to make these recipes in the, in your oven. I can't tell if you're fucking with me. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> no, cool. I'm not. Just checking. Just wanted to stop yeah, you so before you got too you, far you, in. See. You get certain, you get certain materials from certain, uh, from killing certain races. You know, Cabal or Taken or Vex or or Fallen or or Hive, and then you use some of those materials with other things. And it's just, it's it's a it's something to do. Like it's their holiday event and things like that. What and kind there's of new. Cookies and do they have specific cookies they want? Yes. Is it like Stardew Valley? Are you giving them cookies so you can like have sex with them? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Next deal. But like you make you make like a bird seed cookie and that bird seed cookie you give it to Hawthorne who's your clan who's the clan leader and she has a bird with her. So you're okay. you're like you're giving you're giving a gift to the to the person. Get in with the um, bird and then you get in with her. Yeah. <laughs> so, um I think they're trying to find, you know, different th- things for for players to do that just give you a different wrinkle for similar things that you've already been doing. Um, so like, we, like you were talking about with fallout, like, why do you keep, why, what's the draw to keep going back to fallout, um, 76 and bring it going in week after week after week. And right now the answer is there isn't one in destiny. There's always something to do. They, and you know, they went through long content droughts in destiny one. And even in destiny two early on where there was like players would play the new content and just crush the campaign in two or three days, beat the raid. And then they would just, walk away from it and say there's nothing to do and they wait another three months and they smash everything into 72 hours and beat it and complain that they didn't have enough content and now they're dripping the content out week over week over week and people are complaining that they can't play the content <laughs> um but i've been streaming it a lot um i like the the grind for the level 
uh, to continuously keep increasing your number. It's the love and frustration with Destiny where you're just hoping that you just get another, you know, a, a pair of arms to drop for you because you need the you need the the five or six point boost to your arms and you just keep getting a weapon or you keep getting boots and you know. It's, but then like it the the annoyance and the frustration of getting something from the random number generation but then the satisfaction of getting what you want that one time um is is always good and, and still getting exotics and things like that so um i'm gonna keep streaming it and keep playing it there's plenty of things to do so um but i, I played a lot last week to to try to power myself up and level myself up to to do some content and to to have a good time so um, watched a couple basic shows with my wife. We're still watching SWAT, um, which I didn't realize I, I'm terrible. And, and I know I'll get ripped in somewhere on Twitter or in the forums on this. But the SWAT show that I'm watching, I did not know was a, a remake. <laughs> of SWAT? Yeah. Like the 1970 yes. whatever SWAT. I thought um, we yep. went over this before. I was like, no, it's a remake <laughs> of the Confero. Oh jeez, Samuel Jackson. You, you might have, which is a remake of the TV show, but the one yeah. that matters is the Colin Farrell, Samuel Jackson, Michelle Rodriguez movie, and Ella <laughs> Cool J. I think. Wow. Um, so we've been watching a little bit of SWAT and things like that. Um, unfortunately, like, uh, my furnace died Friday night. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so the guy's like, oh, yeah, it'll cost, like, this much to replace it or, like, or this much to fix it or, like, this much for a new one. So I got a new furnace. Um, so it's okay that we did we, – we had partial heat over the weekend and it wasn't stupid, stupid cold in Michigan this this weekend. We were lucky. Um, but, you know, like, so the, the positive was they were installing the furnace on Monday and I went into work a little later and the guys are, like, my office is downstairs and the guys are installing the furnace and – Anytime there's people in your house and stuff like that, you're kind of just always near where they are. So I was just in my office playing video games while they're installing the furnace for five hours straight. Um, but got a new furnace, got new heat. Uh, you know, exactly what I wanted to do, spend money on the month of December. So it's all good. Yeah, right before <laughs> Christmas, perfect time. Yep. <laughs> um, but other than that, that's that's all that's really been going on. So. Uh, Go into community. Uh, lots of questions from people using hashtag AskPSNation. Uh, Michael, you want to take the first one? Sure. Sasquatch Shaggy on Twitter uh, asks, King Quest was great. Do you know if Sierra has any plans for a new space quest? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> because um, King's Quest was done by the... Gentleman, the it was distinguished done... gentleman, the something gentleman. Yeah. Under the Sierra <clears throat> name, yeah. Um, the oh, I can't remember who they were. The odd fellow gentlemen, something along those lines. Uh, but this was a group of guys who were like me. They they grew up playing the King's Quest games. Absolutely fell in love with them. It's what got them into game development, and they love the games and. They desperately wanted to continue that story, and they reached out to Ken and Roberta Williams. They got their blessing. You know, Roberta Williams wrote all those games, and uh, that was a big, big deal. And they struggled with it. That was another one of those games. I have the like release the, schedule in front of me because yeah. I had to look it up if you want to hear it. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Chapter one. it was brutal. Yeah, chapter one released July 2015. Mm-hmm. Chapter two, this is December 2015. 
six months. Yeah. Um, chapter three, April twenty sixteen. Chapter four. No, it's sep- four months. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Chapter four, September, twenty sixteen. Chapter five, October, and then the epilogue, which you can only get if you got the like special edition, was December. But that first couple episodes were brutal. Yeah. yeah. They they struggled so hard. Good episodes, but to get that thing together, yeah. And it killed the momentum for the game and it basically killed the game. Um because I was I met them at E three, I was in a closed door thing with them and saw what they were doing and I was I loved it and I was so excited for it. And when you get a game and then you wait six months for the next part of the game to come out at that point, you've lost all interest because you're on to you've, you've gone through a dozen other games at that point and you've completely forgotten what was going on in that. There's little to no fanfare when it comes out. And if you miss it, you're like, Oh wait, that came. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Chapter two. Oh, I forgot all about that game. Well, yeah, maybe I could go back to that, but uh, I've got this other game here that's that's newer and cooler, and I'm just going to stay with that, you know? And it just, it's, they don't work. (laughs) And Space Quest was a completely different, um, it was Sierra, but it was a completely different person uh, who was in charge of that. And I, I... I'm sure Sierra still owns the IP and everything. Like there is a new Leisure Suit Larry coming out. Odd choice in today's climate, but there is a new Leisure Suit Larry oh, coming God. out. Oh God, I have so many subtitles that I can give that game that would uh, fit that game. Yeah. Um, oh God. And I I don't know if Al whatever his name is is still involved in that one. Um, but. Yeah, the Space Quest series was fantastic, and I loved the hell out of that as well. I loved all those Sierra games um, and have all of them up in the attic. Um, but there's there's no way that Sierra is... I mean, King's Quest, I think, was seen as kind of a failure. Um, and I don't see them resurrecting Space Quest anytime soon, so unfortunately. Here's... Uh, a reason why they might never do it as well. So the original, I went to the Wikipedia page just because I remember hearing something Space Quest related a long time ago. So mm-hmm. the original creators, yeah. Mark Crow and Scott Murphy, in 2012, did a Kickstarter. That's right. Yes, I do remember two that. Two guys from Andromeda, and yes. it reached the Kickstarter goal in June 2012. And they've been silent since that Kickstarter was funded. Hmm. In 2015, they said they would release an alpha demo, but they never did. And as of right now, they are still apparently in development on that game. But it's been six years, so yeah, it's if there's no way they like the Sierra can be like, hey, we're gonna make a new Space Quest, knowing that like the original creators have five hundred thousand dollars worth of Kickstarter money that they never made a Did game anything from. with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I forgot the nail about in the that. Coffin. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Shit. You can't do shit with that franchise knowing that like because you can't include those two guys in a reboot of the franchise because then people are gonna be like, wait, wait, wait. 
where's our Kickstarter game? Yeah. And yeah, yeah so that that is going to prevent Space Quest from ever coming out. Like, or, it's messed up. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I thought maybe something came out, but no, that game has just been silent. If there ever was a game. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Well, because it was in 2012. Shit. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, no space quest right. ever. And speaking of, uh, I'll t- just start the next one. Speaking of dead games, uh, Trevor is Dead Island Two dead. Hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. Right. So, if I remember, Jaeger. Uh, the Spec Ops The Line people were announced for Dead Island 2 several years ago? Like three or yeah, four years like ago? Dead Island 2 um, is supposed to be Sumo Digital as the developer? Now they are. No, 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 no. It was... Oh. It was Jaeger it was at first. Jaeger. It was Jaeger, and then Sumo Digital took over development in March 2016. Yeah. And then um, Silence. Yeah. So, all right. Jaeger pitched the game to Deep Silver in 2012. Uh, it was announced at Sony's E3 2014 media briefing. Uh, it was originally scheduled for uh, second quarter 2015 release. And yeah, it's yeah. in you- August 2017. Deep Silver reiterated that the game was still in development making a similar statement again in July 2018. This is going to be like a home front thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Did you see that at E3? I remember one of us yeah. saw Dead Island 2, yeah. Jaeger's Dead Island 2. Yeah. It was playable, right? Or... And, and I and I saw that, that home front revolution one at E3 way back when, and I kind of annoyed the developer because they showed us this, this scene set in Philadelphia and everything. And I looked at it and I said, um, so you're going into Jersey and everything. And the guy's like, what? And I said, well, based on where you are and where the bridge is and everything, you're in New Jersey right now. (laughs) And he looked at me like annoyed. Cause they were just bothered the entire time they were developing that game. That one guy at E3. (laughs) He was annoyed with me. But but, I mean, come on, man. (laughs) At least that came out. Yeah. And I think it's we're going to get the same thing with Dead Island 2. If it ever comes out, it's going to be like one of those, oh, yeah, hey, guess what? Dead Island 2 comes out next month. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be kind of a mess. I, I just kind of feel that might be what's happening. Which is a shame. I think there's like a Dead Island Battle Royale game on Steam. Or am hmm. I thinking of Dying Light that did a... I always get Probably them confused. Dying Light. It was Dying yeah. Light then, I think, think, did like a Battle Royale game. So never mind. Yeah, I don't think that... I... How is Deep Silver doing? I feel like the last couple games they hit, released did, weren't big hits. Uh, I know they have Metro coming out. But oh, I know... Metro's going to be awesome. I know I Agents of Mayhem Metro. didn't set the world on fire. They had to cancel Dead Island. That was their second big franchise. I guess Metro is like their... their thing right now. Yeah. But Metro is awesome. Yes, Metro <laughs> really is awesome. Is. But it's also kind of like a niche type of yeah, franchise. That's the only thing, yeah, that was the only thing I saw at E3 for Deep Silver was Metro. Yeah, because like, yeah. like this, like Dead Island and 
the Saints Row franchise are their big hitters in terms of like sales. I want more Saints Row. Eh. I love Saints Row. As long as we don't get Agents of Mayhem version of Saints Row. Yeah. Yeah, just more Saints Row. Yeah. What if it's they just so rebooted? Freaking nuts. <laughs> they should have the Saints Row cast, you know, how crazy Saints Row was, and then somehow transport them to Saints Row 1 and have them invade <laughs> the Saints Row 1 version so they, they could see their that. old selves or something. Uh, but yeah. They could absolutely do that. Do a Back to the Future thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and the more you do wrong, the more your character disappears. <laughs> oh my gosh, how much fun would that be? It's just the concept. Your health bar is a photo of yourself, and then people disappearing from the photo as you fuck up. Uh, <laughs> quick, trademark that. <laughs> all right, so uh, Ben wrote in on Facebook, do you know anyone who's changed their PSN name at all? And have they, have they had any issues? So the I biggest don't. problem with that right now is that um, part of the beta terms of service agreement is that you can't talk about it. <laughs> so if anybody's in the beta, I'm not. I can say I that I'm not in the beta. I don't even know if I am. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I am. Right. So. Because that's like the one major thing in it, and that's something I'm not going to do. So I, I don't know. Right. Um, I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. There's been some very, very concerning news coming out about how the content is handled and what it's linked to, but hopefully that's why it's in beta. I feel like if it was as bad as we expected, someone would have broke embargo. Someone would have broke that NDA if it was terrible, right? Probably. Like someone anonymously would have broken that to Kotaku. Or maybe (laughs) people just aren't doing it. You know, maybe a lot of people saw all the caveats that came with it and they were like, fuck that <laughs> and yeah. just didn't do it. <laughs> if, if you did it and you want to send an anonymous email to podcast of PS Nation, please do <laughs> and let us know if it worked and how it affected your library. Because I'm curious because it is weird that we haven't really heard anything unless it didn't start yet. That it's like the beta's active. It right started. Now. Okay. It started. I don't know. There are people yeah. that I know that are in the beta. And, but I'm not going to get them in trouble. Yeah, and so. they probably like their name enough not to change it. Right. So, yeah. Just curious to see. So, podcast of PS yeah. Nation if you did. Yeah, let us know. It, uh, I don't want you to violate terms of service or anything like that. But we could also just not send your name. So. Yep. Um, on Twitter, at Mario17Super, if the podcast would pay out enough, <laughs> would either of you or all of you quit your daily jobs and just and just the podcast and everything involves PS Nation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And this, this was something Glenn and I had talked about for years. And when he gave me a rough idea of the numbers and everything, and I said it for months at a time on the podcast. I said, if every single person listening to the podcast just gave us $1 a month from PayPal, we could quit our jobs and just do the podcast full time. If every single person listening did that at the time, um, that didn't happen obviously. (laughs) Um, but yeah, if, if we could get paid to just do this all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I would put so much more into it at that point because it would be my job. Fuck yeah. It's It's the time. Like we have to balance our time. Yeah. Like we still like to play video games for fun. 
and then we also like obviously we review games but then also like josh has a you know a 40 plus hour a week job both michael and i both have 40 plus hour week jobs you two have families. families. Yeah. yeah. Dude, my, just... the amount of money this the podcast need to make for me to quit my job is way lower than it is for Dave and Josh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but absolutely. And, you know, if... if the content, could... the amount of stuff that we could do with time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A, uh, like, uh, could you imagine? My coworkers that know that I do the podcast, you know, always ask of just like... Why don't you do that full time? And it's just like, there's a security with having the full time job. Just like, yeah. I know I can pay the rent with that money. Like, it's one Absolutely. of those things where the podcast and the site could be bigger if we had the ability to just focus all of our time and attention on the site and podcast. You know, it's yeah. like we, we kind of have like a toe dipped into this like career path. Uh, but in order to go full on into it, the amount of security that would need to be there you know like i'm gonna i'm young i'm in my i can live forever right now <laughs> so i don't need health insurance but like dave might need health insurance i don't need health insurance you my kids, kids and my and wife need health insurance, need health insurance. <laughs> yeah i'm but 29 remember- i'm gonna live forever for the next year and then i have to get health insurance <laughs> it was either one or both of you uh at e3 this past year when we were waiting outside the Sony thing and Shu walked by and I grabbed him and started talking to him and I introduced one or both of you to him. It was me, um, I believe. So. Okay. And and he was there with uh, one of the other um, corporate... Uh, one of the suits, yeah. Yeah, one of the other guys. And Nice guy, too. Yeah, he's really cool. Um, but he turned to that guy and he said... These guys, it's not their full-time job. They have jobs besides this. Like, they just do this on the side, and they've been doing it for this. He was like, oh, whoa. Like, that's always a shock to PR and to everybody that we meet because PS Nation has been around forever, and, you know, Glenn built this up in a huge way and did it with Jared for a little while, then Mark, and then me and Joel, and... Now it's it's the three of us and it has continued and so much work has been put into this. So much effort has been put into this and it's all basically on our own dime. And, you know, it's it's a thing that we put our own time and energy and effort into on top of a full time job and families and other commitments and everything else. And. Yeah, if if this could be our full time job, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Michael and I travel a lot uh, for PS Nation. With you know, like I travel a lot for like some of the Ubisoft events and stuff like that. I've gotten to know like my travel coordinators and stuff like that from Ubisoft pretty well. And we'll be going back and forth like for the Far Cry event that I ended up spending the night in the airport. Not Ubisoft's fault, by the way. Um, but uh, you know, and they're like, I'm like, oh, okay, like we're looking at our schedules and we're trying to figure out how we can get to this event and what can work. And like, they message me about when I want to leave and when I want to come back. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna, they're, I'm gonna take a flight home that night. They're like, well, we can get you a hotel room. I'm like, no, I have to be at my other job the next day. They're like, she's like, right, I forgot. Like, yeah, that always happens to me too. With the coordinating yeah. that stuff. They're like, wait, you you want to go home at midnight? We can get you a hotel room. No, I would love for you to get me a hotel room. I just can't afford to be <laughs> to miss well, another day was... of work. There was that uh, right before E3, like 
a month. Yeah, you you E3. went to the pre E three event, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sony flew me out, and the only reason I got to do it is because my mother was here. My mother was here, so she could be here all day with the kids or pick up the kids from school. Yeah, you you did one of mine. Like you left at like four a.m. and then yeah. got back home at like two a.m. Like <laughs> yeah, I left it. Yeah, I I flew out there in the morning. Or no, I left I left at like six or seven a.m. was my flight out. I think to L.A. Uh, I was there for the day and then right back to the airport and I was back home at like 11 or 12 at night, whenever it was. I, I forget what time it was. Some yeah. some crazy thing. Or no, maybe it was the next morning. Maybe it was a... It, it ha- yeah, yeah, mathematically it, it almost has to be the next yeah, morning. It had to be a red eye. Yeah, because it was 6 a.m. I drove from... Because I, I took my car to the airport. I drove my car home and the kids were waking up basically. <laughs> so that I could yeah. take them right to school. I was like, fuck me. <laughs> but, you know, that. and when I got there and I showed up, like all these people were coming up to me like, dude, you came all the way out here for this? Holy shit, man. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know. Well, especially it, when a company is like, you know, Sony or Ubisoft or Activision, or like when they're footing the bill and they, like, they come to us and they say, hey, we want you here and we'll provide accommodations to get you yeah. here. Like we do everything in our humanly power not to say no to that. So. Yeah, it's you you have to you have to do everything you can to get there because it's worth it and it's worth it for the coverage and it's worth it for for everything, you know, so baffles my mother in law to this day. She's like, wait, so this company is flying you out with like four or five day notice to an event. When I went to Seattle for I think I was in Seattle for three days. And my mother-in-law was like, well, what did you do? I'm like, okay, I got to the hotel. We had dinner. We got to meet a couple people. And then we got to play the game. And we went to bed. And we got up. And we ate. And we played the game. And then we ate. And we played the game. And then we ate. And, <laughs> and she's like, they flew you all out there to play a game? And I go, yeah. I, yeah. I don't understand. I, they're trying to control the environment. Why? Well, because then I get to write my impressions about it. Your impressions are worth that much money to them? I go, oh, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. It's bigger than movies. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I've been with my current job for 18 months. And the first time I had to take a trip and inform them I'm taking a six-hour trip to L.A. was just... <laughs> Like, because it had, yeah. it was for the God of War event. It happened super last second. It was like four or five days before I had to go to my manager. I'm like, hey, I need to get, you know, like Tuesday off. And he's like, for what? I'm flying to LA. He's like, well, shit, how long are you going to be away? I'm like, six hours. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what, what the hell do you mean? I'm like, uh, yeah, remember that like podcast thing I say I do? He's like, yeah, so you have a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel, whatever. I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'm flying out to play a game for six hours and I can't tell you what game it is. <laughs> and then just like, see, I've, I've had it. bosses, I've had bosses that are totally clueless about video games and I'll just sit there and I'll show them the email that I get for something. I'm probably violating some term when I say that, but you know, they don't like one of my bosses, she doesn't, she, she doesn't have a Facebook page. So like, I, she, so, you know, I would show her the email and she's like, Okay, she's like, I, she's like, you're closing like two extra days next week. I'm like, that's fine, because <laughs> like, we'd like flip the whole schedule around. So. What's like uh, for the Ubisoft? I did an Ubisoft one for Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. Yeah, that one. I think I flew into San Francisco at noon, saw the game at two o'clock San Francisco time. They were like, hey, we're gonna go get drinks. Like a bunch of the people I knew that were in media that were there, were like, hey, we're gonna go get drinks. And it's like. No, I got to be at work at 6 a.m. the next day. 
and then like flew out that night i think i got back to chicago at like 2 a.m got home around 3 a.m got three hours of sleep and then did a nine hour shift at work like i've gone from the airport to work yeah yeah. at least i got like (laughs) three hours of sleep yeah and 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 that's the rough part about it you know having a full-time job along with this there are all those times where you know after an event ends everybody's getting together like other media is getting together with the developers or getting together with shoe or getting together with this person or that person to hang out and talk about games and do this and that and it's like yeah i gotta be on a flight because i gotta work in the morning and or i gotta be back or whatever you know it's always it's like fuck (laughs) but at the same time you know it's cool it it, that part sucks but everything else that we do is so cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) and also most of the pr people love to hear about my target time yeah when you're like yeah we're target electronics department they'd be like okay i don't even care about talking about the game tell me about that it's like well your games do this well at this target yeah Okay, um, and so it looks like he has a, a follow-up, a different question. So what is the weirdest, strangest, uh, slash why did I just 100% platinum this uh, game that you guys played? For me, it's PlayStation Home. Uh, reminded me since you guys mentioned it on episode 602. Uh, uh, ahead, so, Josh. yeah, I'm on PlayStation Trophy, or PSM Profiles, uh, to look at and I sorted by completion percentage. <laughs> Do you guys remember Linger and Shadows and Detuned? Yes, yes. I, I, those are weird 100%. Those weren't Platinums either. Those are just... Those, I don't even know how you got 100%. Unless you followed a guide somewhere, I don't know how you got 100% on those. I they were don't so remember how. I just remember it took kind of a while. Those are weird, like, demo videos, like interactive scenes. Mm-hmm. Th- those were pretty bizarre. <clears throat> See, I'm looking at at all my stuff, and I'm surprised how many platinums I have. I don't. It's just weird to me. Um, there's nothing in there that that jumps out at me other than like "Don't Knock Twice," which I got a platinum in, and I think I I think I did that almost out of spite <laughs> because the game was just not good. And I was like, well, it's not that hard. And fuck it, I'm just going to get a platinum. <laughs> um, everything else, I, Daytona USA, that must have been easy. I don't know how I got 100% in that. Took two hours and 12 minutes, apparently. Cat lateral um, damage for me. That was a game I was doing. <laughs> I got the platinum in that. And I had a grind for the last platinum. Not because it was difficult, but because... The whole point of the game is you're a cat that knocks things off the shelf, and I think there was a trophy to knock 10,000 things oh my God. off a shelf, <laughs> but the game couldn't handle the frame rate of 1,000 items on the floor. So you had to knock over geez. 999 and like reload the zone? No, it was basically just like moving frame by frame to the next item, tapping it down, waiting for the game to like stop freaking out before I could move on more. That was a oh weird platinum. But it was like you know the what? last trophy. It was one of those ones where it's like, oh, I'm at 95% and just need this one trophy for the platinum? Sure. I'll tell you what's more interesting, I think, is going past those 100%s 
and looking at all these games where I have 48 of 49 trophies, 9 of 10 oh, trophies. Oh, boy. Okay. Somebody's sending Josh, somebody 50, sending 30, Josh 30, down a rabbit 30, hole now. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> there's a reason I don't have that last trophy because I just don't give a shit or I just never got around to it. And there's no way I'm going back. I have too many other things to do. But it, it's, oh, it's, it's mind-boggling stars. as I go down the list. 34 of 36, 34 of 36, 13 of 14, 12 of 13, 12 of 13, 8 of 10. 49 of 52, 15 of 17. It's just on and on that, and on. That 49 and 52 is like, play 1,500 hours of multiplayer. No, no. The, the, those are... Two. No, that 49 of 52 was um, Infamous 2. That pit, I have which my, doesn't my have much. Oh, you know, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's finding collectibles, I bet. No. So which I found all of them. My no, Infamous it's 2 not for glitched me. on me. I played. I needed to get the bad ending, and the game glitched on me and didn't give me the bad ending. And apparently, this was a bug at the time that's been patched. But I don't have a. I don't have a save that is like huh. right before the end. You know what? There's no way I can get it. Probably one of them was play 25 user generated missions. Damn. Uh, the other one is finish the game on hard difficulty, and then you get the platinum. Uh, that's the third trophy the battlefield um, 1943 i need the win 100 games mm-hmm. um but it's an online only game that the servers aren't up anymore yep there you so go So i can't get that one yeah i have i have more than i have like two dozen games easily where i'm like two to three trophies from 100 percent or platinum and i will probably never get them yeah. I think that's more interesting than the than which ones you got 100 percent in. I, I don't have that's I don't crazy. have very many I don't have very many platinums. I think I have like five. Um, Get good. One of them, for fuck's sake, one of them is Journey on the PS3. Wow, really, Josh? Which one did I miss? Meet ten or more unique travelers. You could do that right now. On the PS3. You could do that right now. That's still running. I I have it on. I've got 100 percent on the PS4, but I. Guess I just never played it online as much on the PS3, or a... never met enough people, and I don't. I doubt I'm ever going to fire that up on the PS3. Come on, me and you it's... can play it He's on gonna... the PS3 this week. Josh could be flipping and flopping in bed about Journey now. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm really not. I Afro just don't care. Samurai. If I cared, it would have been done. Afro Samurai Volume One. I'm at eighty nine percent. Um, I need you're to never kill be able to 100 do enemies to get it, but that game was a pain to play, and also they revoked my license because they took that game down from the store. So it is permanently 89%. <laughs> I will never get 100% in this game because they revoked the license. The image for the trophy is even broken because the game That's doesn't so exist funny. anymore. <laughs> That is so uh, funny. All right, Mario Seventeen Super. Thank you for sending these two down there. Their last ten percent. No, no, we're not done. You you can try and end the show. Me and me and Josh are still going through our list. Yeah, I'm 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 fascinated by this. I didn't even think about any of this, but just seeing all that stuff and and the way it's just the percentage. And and how many I was that close. Like the one that I always had in my mind was the God of War thing. 
that all I needed to do was speed run the game yeah. and I'd, yeah, I'd get a platinum. And I never went back, not even on an extra life. Right. Did I, you know, it always crossed my mind briefly, like, oh, maybe I'll do that during extra. Ah, fuck that. I don't want to do it. Uh, that's all I have to do. Extra, extra Life 2019. Yeah. Donate don, donate $100, Josh, to finish a platinum. <laughs> NBA Jam on Fire Edition. Earn 10 total arena medals. That's all I need. Why did I stop? There How am I one reason. short? How am I one short on Luminous Electronic Symphony? Because you oh, suck. Oh, no. I know why. Oh, and I did try to get this one for a while, and I just fucking gave up. Uh, erase 30 squares and stop much stopwatch mode 30 seconds. And I could not for the life of me. I came so close. I came, I had like 28. I could never get to 30 no matter what I did. And I, I just gave up on that one. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'd forgotten all about that. Okay. Who, who, who sent this question in? I, I hate that. At Mario 17. Super. I hate you. So let's spin it then. I want to hear. Okay, I want to hear from. Send us using hashtag AskPSNation. All right, I'm just gonna embrace this whole issue with these two looking at these screens now. Um, what's what game haunts you now? I want to know from the people that listen. So like, oh, send these us don't email. haunt me. <laughs> I know they don't haunt you, but you know, what or what's your ninety percent or what's your one trophy that you're missing? So send those to us, and we'll read some of those off, and we'll see if anything of of that similar. Uh, we'll give you maybe like if if we get some in, we'll do it next week. If not, we'll do it in two weeks. But and it's, I want to know. Just to clarify, it's Arctic Soldier that sent that. Oh, you'd okay. know him by that. Not oh, okay, as, uh, okay. yeah. not as, uh, uh, oh yeah, that handle. makes sense now. Yeah, for sure. Firewatch. I'm too short on Super Stardust HD on the PS3. Firewatch released DLC, so my platinum's an eighty percent. The Walking Dead released the four hundred days DLC, so I have a platinum, but I'm at ninety hundred ninety percent. Yeah, yeah. It's the one that I looked at. That one, the one I'm missing is Meet an Old Friend. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm missing and that I, one too. I don't know what it is, and I never went back to get it. I was like, whatever. I'm just moving on. <laughs> Destiny. I'm only 35%. Yeah. that's a, If it's Destiny 1, like you got yeah. some work to do there, bud. <laughs> no, I could, I've could. i got shit that I'm, I'm like nowhere near. Yeah. Dive Kick, I'm at 71%, and I played so many hours of Dive Kick. Ugh. Why did you do this to me? Some of those trophies are hard, though. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and send us whatever's uh, whatever you know one or two trophies are out of your reach that are you know bothering you or you wish that you would have got but maybe you'll never get. You can send those to us um, podcast at psnation.com. You can also use hashtag AskPSNation on Twitter, um, and you can use hashtag AskPSNation on Facebook. Wait, does um, our main the main website is you know obviously is psnation.com you can go to the forums there you can post in the show thread on the forums there we'll read we'll read some of those on the show next week um while you're in the forums there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on with deals and you know other conversations tons and tons of feedback the positive feedback that we've been getting from episode 600 has been great um also on facebook so facebook.com slash psnation page go ahead and drop us a like uh that's michael posts a lot of the questions or he'll ask other things that are going on um also, you can follow us on Twitter. The main account is at PS Nation. Give us a look every day, uh, at least Monday through Friday. Andy puts up the daily poll, um, and I also do not give the side quest enough publicity. Uh, we talk about it when it gets published. Uh, if it shows up on the, I think Josh kind of loops it into the reviews that hit the site kind of thing. Um, but just go ahead and listen to that side quest, Wyatt and Andy do a really good job with that. 
if you're into RPGs, um, the if I had to guess, because I've been playing a lot of Destiny with Wyatt, the next podcast that they're going to put out is going to be all Destiny and Smash Brothers. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know that they both did a bunch of stuff for Smash Brothers. Uh, you can follow Josh on Twitter. Uh, his handle is at PJFJosh. You can follow Michael, who's at the first MJC, And you can follow myself, who is at the Destiny Dave. So I hope everybody has a great week. And I think Josh is going to tell us something else that he's missing still. <laughs> I I looked at the stats up at the top of the page and it lists how many games you've quote unquote, how many games you've played that they can recognize, I guess. And how many unearned trophies you have Uh over under. What do you think for me? 12 unearned trophies. 12 K. Michael 30 K. 19,055 unearned trophies. <laughs> That's fucking all right, awesome. All right. Tell everybody what site you're looking at. I'm sorry. Uh, PSNprofiles.com. Okay, and then you sign in with your PSN account, right? Now, all you have to do is type in your PSN as account. As long as you're and not as long private. As you're, yeah, as long as you're not private, it'll all your shit gets pulled and you can pull it up. 685 games played. Okay, guys, I only need five consecutive wins in Bomberman Ultra on the PS3, but I need four plus people online. Oh, shit. At the first MJC on Twitter, message me, let's do this, I'll stream it, we need to get this done. Well, alright, so out of those 685 played, 38 are completed are considered 100% completed. Really crappy attach right there, Josh. I'm disappointed in you. 19% completion. Come on, that's almost 20% completion rate. That's not too bad. Two out of every 10? Considering how many games I have to review and (laughs) considering what's been going on the past 10 years, uh, that's not too bad, actually. (laughs) Shit, that's funny. All right. All right, everyone. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us this week. I hope everyone has a great week and have fun hunting the trophies that you aren't don't want to hunt and you didn't want to hunt before, but now you're going to look at this data because they made you look at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hunting that shit. <laughs> Michael is. on Twitter. I need the Bomberman <laughs> trophies. I forgot that I still needed Bomberman trophies. I don't even know if the servers are up for that. Probably not. Damn. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.